It were not moons enough went by Since that early spring-like day We hoisted our colours to the topmast high And from refuge sailed away, comrades From refuge sailed Hello, and welcome to the Polyvox Project, an Anthrogang production in which four friends conduct ethnographies of places that don't exist. I'm Rune Devino Collins, my pronouns are they, them, theirs. I'm an anthropology major, uh, graduating this spring 2021 at Purchase College, and I am your dungeon master. I am new to DMing, um, I'm also new to making podcasts, and I'm new to graduating, <laughs> and lots of other things. And uh, I am very excited to welcome you all here with me to uh, to create this new thing, this new fun, amazing object that we are putting out into the world. It's not an object. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> it's, an, it's an audio object. It's, it's, it's on the thing. <laughs> it's an artifact. It's an artifact. That's it's an so object much, for that's your so ears. It's so much more like, oh, it's a beautiful word. Anyway, why don't why don't you all introduce yourselves to the audience so that we can... Um, so they know who, who we are and what we do. Uh, hello, my name is Ollie Manning. I use he, they pronouns. I was a music major and theater minor at Iowa State University, and I graduated in May 2020. And my character is Elion Sorensen, a half-elf light domain cleric. Uh, hi, my name is Connor Carroll. Uh, he, him, his pronouns... Um, I am another anthro major, like Rune, also at Purchase, hopefully graduating, uh, fall of next year, or fall of this year, excuse me, uh, 2021, and I am playing Cruel, who is a rogue, uh, Shade, which is a special race for this campaign. And I'm Lindsay Weiss, uh, I am elderly in that I graduated in fall 2018 from Northwestern University, the double major in theater and gender studies, uh, since then have been acting professionally until the pandemic, and now I'm a farmer. That's that. <laughs> um, uh, in this world, I will be uh, playing as Irshish Hadim, who is an Ofani lore bard and professor of Eshkin studies. And uh, yeah, um, so I'm I'm super excited. We're all we're all uh, essentially the whole project here is that I've created this world for you all to explore. Um, it's got you know this world has everything: political <laughs> conflicts. Um, it's got it's, it's got it's got dungeons and it's dragons. Got, oh dungeons, God, dragons, colonialism. It's got it's, oh my it's God, it's amazing. It's post-human. It's New York's hottest uh, Dungeons there's, there's... and Dragons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, wow. I. Uh... Yeah. yeah, I fuck with the Dungeons and the Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. We've we've already been playing a couple um, a couple sessions, and and we're gonna just kind of insert this um, this this introduction on whichever one we decide will be episode one. Um, uh, following some some uh, audio difficulties and and my own ineptitude as an editor, 
Um, and uh, and um, we're going to uh, jump right into session three. And um, we have arrived at um, the Split Tower Town, which is a town in the middle of the sea of refuge. Um, you three have been sailing for about 36 hours or so um, on the Cutter Ice Knife, captained by Shiri Task, the half-elf who absolutely fucks. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> hey. Um, hey She is, um, she uh, has spirited you away from Ram, from Ram, I had chocolate, that was a bad idea, from Ram, the city of bread and clay. Um, the, uh, where you encountered a little bit of difficulty in the, uh, form of a murdered cleric, um, and a, a governor who wanted to frame you for the crime. Um, after escaping the city, you, uh, sailed to Split Tower, um, with not really, not really knowing, uh, exactly what the plan was, but... Shiri Task took the note that you found on the cleric and found that in Thieves' Cant it said something about the city of Una, and she told you something that she had heard about Una in her travels, which is that the residents there seem to be going insane all at once. Now, you've arrived, and you see that Split Tower, and it's, it's the morning, um, or, well, it's late morning, the town of Split Tower is a small fishing village of no more than 400 inhabitants, which you had known from just kind of living in the western shores of Mont, um, but you've never been here before. Um, it's a tiny town square on the hilt of the Broken Sword. It's a chain of islands that resembles a hooked sword that Mont brandishes at the little trickster islands. The town itself has two taverns and a small temple to the god of Atla, right by a squat little tower that serves as the centerpiece of the town square. The tower is hewn of the same gray-black stone as the island, then it abruptly seems to change its mind and climb higher with the brown clay brick you'd expect in the city you just came from, Ram, its lighthouse. There's not much to do but go around the market here. There is a black market, actually, such as it is, and it's right out in the open with the legitimate wares. There are no guards that you can see. A child points at the three of you as you descend from the ice knife gangplank, mouth agape, and her guardian smacks her hand away. First mate Fricky, um, the uh, the halfling, the stout halfling, um, who was guarding the door uh, during your conversation with Captain Tosk, um, shoulders past you busily and says gently, Excuse me, follow my lead. They don't like strangers here. He gets involved with a fish oil merchant, and three filthy children surround second mate Cole, begging for a song or for coins, and he happily begins playing them an upbeat ditty with lyrics that are completely inappropriate for their age. They, oh. <laughs> they clap their hands with glee um, before they're ushered away by their parents. Captain Task stays on the ship. Um, she said she isn't feeling well and she needs to study the charts to navigate to their next destination, and she trusts Fricky to unload their cargo. So... Here you are in Split Tower. I'm giving y'all a chance to uh, pick up some items. There are some story hooks in this town, but you don't have to interact if you don't want to. Um, the way this session is going to work is uh, 
I've kind of dipped my toe into building a little bit more of an open world, smaller town because I'm afraid I've been railroading you guys. <laughs> um, so we're going to analyze what you do after the session, no matter what it is, like usual, because there's plenty in the world building that I've included that I think is worthy of picking apart. But if you just want to take the time to go shopping, that's totally fine. Yeah, let's go. Let's uh, yeah. Let's blow some gold. Shopping mom. Wait, it occurs to me that we have zero gold right now. <laughs> <laughs> shopping, I will say, Let's window has shop. a looser, looser definition <laughs> in a town where a lot of people steal things. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> so this is, the, the form of currency is stealing. Should we? Can we earn money some? Can we get, Fine. can we print more money? Is that allowed? Um, <laughs> I build a printing press. <laughs> Among Cruel's many talents. <laughs> Roll to invent people. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna have you to. I'm gonna have you roll to uh, invent fiat currency, and then. Um, <laughs> uh, no. Um, if you want, you can. Um, Go back onto the ship and see if there's anyone who um, would be willing to uh, help you purchase some wares. Because, um, you know, I think pretty much everyone on the ship knows at this point that <laughs> you were spirited away under pretty rough circumstances. And um, the captain has the captain has given her, like, blessing um, over the three of you to, like, you know, like, you're you're in her good graces and they're very loyal to their captain so um you can see if anyone anyone would be willing to help you purchase some stuff or lend you some money um you can steal some stuff if you want <laughs> you can window shop you can just look around um it's up to you i actually don't know if you have zero gold um there i have 15 yeah no but didn't we spend all our gold on we spent 25 gold total I spent ten of mine. I think you spent. Wait, yeah, that... yeah. Because I, did... no, it was because it was we had to spend twenty five total, and that was the yes. exact amount that we had combined, right? Oh, was it? Hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. That does sound right. That does so sound right. I do have none. Okay. Can we? Can we busk? <laughs> you can. Oh <laughs> you can yeah, that's not a like. bad idea. Oh, do, can I ask? Do I have any paper left from the ledger that I... Uh, I I'm assuming that while on the ice cutter, I just kept making origami for Cole. Uh, um, Cole loved the origami that you made him, but has um, dutifully hidden the ledger because he needs it to do his job. I got um, it. <laughs> <laughs> you, he, he did give you some blank parchment. Um, which Excellent. is not like the best for folding, but it does do in a pinch. Right. It's very, um, it's very floppy. It is a little floppy. What would you like to do with this parchment? I, I think I'm going to follow, uh, the steps of my compatriots and try to, um, uh, busk with origami. Uh, I guess I just sort of like, is there, is there sort of a center in this town square um, yes will. yeah yeah so the town square <laughs> is kind of 
um, divided up into stalls. It's mm. mostly mobile. There's only really a few um, <clears throat> permanent structures, one of which is a tavern, um, oh. and the other is a um, is a temple. Mm. And, of course, the lighthouse itself. Um, <clears throat> mm. The lighthouse, which is seemingly built out of two different lighthouses stacked on top of each other, um, is, <laughs> like, is, uh, is is in the very center of this kind of leveled off plane um, of mostly like mud and stone um, with some gravel thrown in to make it a little easier to, uh, to grip the, to grip the road with your shoes. Hmm. Well, um, I think, Oh, go ahead. I technically have a loot for some reason. Well, I'm a bard, but I'm like the wrong type of bard for this. <laughs> but I do have one. Um, so I will okay. roll performance to to attempt to busk for money. Okay. Do you approve? All right, go yeah. for it. Yeah. Do we approve? Do, DM approved. DM approved. All right. Go for it. Hell yeah. Ooh, twenty-two. 22 nice. damn, damn. <clears throat> how long do you perform uh, 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 how finite is our time here um uh captain tusk said that she wanted to uh just drop off some stuff basically she wanted to stay no longer than a day and a half oh. so um then how about uh, like two hours she kind of got yeah you kind of got the sense, um, <clears throat> if you remember from last session, uh, you kind of got the sense that she doesn't want to run into another person that tends to frequent this port. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. That's so cool. That's I'm so fine with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll, I sing my little song and I play my little lute for two hours. Do I get any gold? What, what do you sing? Uh, do, uh, uh, put me on the spot. Um. <laughs> smash mouth, smash mouth. I have to think smash, of like what smash, would be smash, period. Smash. Oh, I want to sing um, "Bit" by Sophie. Amazing. I can make okay, you feel. Yeah. I can make you feel if you let me. Then you know. Where to find me, so, etc. While 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 Irsu is singing, can I make uh, some origami puppets and like do a little music video? <laughs> little <laughs> of, performance. Like, little floppy parchment people. <laughs> uh, little performance for me. All right, D twenty. D twenty plus yeah. Show. Right. Plus Puppet your performance show. modifier. Ooh, nat one. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. This is great. This is great. Um, okay, how do I want to do this? Uh, oh god. So, uh, so I'm helping. Couple, wait, Look how I, much I'm I helping. Play the song? Is that permissible? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Hey, um, it's Rune from the future. Uh, I realized that I was a dingus and didn't figure out how licensing works before allowing Lindsay to play Bit by Sophie on their phone. Uh, may Sophie rest in peace. Um, that was a very sad moment for us all when Sophie passed. Um, but uh, I just wanted to thank you all for tuning in. I know this can be a bit of an experiment listening to a new podcast, so thanks. Yeah, it translates <laughs> surprisingly well. <laughs> It goes very well. It uh, it you you like, you like scratch the 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 gut strings with your finger, um, like down down the yeah, um, and uh, and you get uh you get twenty five gold. Um, cruel gets an apple thrown at his face. <laughs> Free apple. <laughs> <laughs> Eating trash. It's fortunes turning. Fortunes turning around, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I take a bite out of what I assume is not a good apple. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to decide how ridiculous I want this session to be. <laughs> a worm crawls out of it, and and says, "Hey." Whoa! Uh, oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was my kitchen. You are you are incredibly small. I. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> re- I'm so sorry. And then I just sort of go like, <laughs> like back onto the apple and just sort of like pat it. <laughs> there you go. Thorns, like you're on thin ice, buddy. <laughs> my dwarf. Ooh. Oh. Hello. My name is Elder Press. <laughs> Hello. My name is Elder Cruel. <laughs> Do you want to eat some trash? Please let me eat your trash. <laughs> He's like not even rhyming. <laughs> uh. Okay, so you've got 25 gold. Um. Irsu, do you want to distribute this gold amongst your comrades, or are you going to keep this for yourself? Um, so, what have my comrades been up to? Um, (laughs) Cruel has been doing a puppet show to accompany you and accumulating a small pile of trash thrown at him. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, what he thinks are his admirers, um... Elian, what are you doing? I think I'm just watching all this. Okay. Because <laughs> Cruel seems happy enough with the with the trash, I'm guessing, and uh, and things seem to be going okay, except for the worm's abode being partially destroyed. Yeah, it's scales of life. Scales of life. <laughs> so, so as Irsu, I will say, um, I will say, like, yeah, I, yeah. So I took this time to try and gather up some gold for us, and I know that you know we were, you know, y'all, you guys were preoccupied with other things, and that's so fine, and that's so fine. Um, so here's I have 25 gold and 
we can split it. Yes, we can, we can split it. <laughs> we can all have eight and a third pieces of gold that I got. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know that Cruel doesn't have any money, so he can have my third. <gasps> oh. Oh, okay, okay, but we, okay, but we also don't have any money. None of none of us have money. <laughs> um, well, sure, but I don't. I don't really plan on buying anything, so I don't think I'm going to need it yet. I mean, I'm good on I'm, food, and I point I have, to the I pile imagine of trash. That, I imagine the longer we're on this ship, the more we, the more gold we can earn just working. So I, I think I'll be okay. Okay, so. I can hang on to the t- so I can ha- so I'll hang on to the twenty five, or is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, right. that's I got the millennials it. negotiating the check energy. In this. <laughs> <laughs> Your sir's I, the I, like yeah okay. Um, so I noticed you got you got two drinks. I, I noticed <laughs> that you got two drinks. <laughs> were they were they good? Oh, we're gonna split evenly. <laughs> that's fine. I'm, I don't. I, I don't think I should pay, considering I'm literally eating trash. I think that's. I don't think that's that's fair for me. But yeah, I don't. I don't need the gold. I think I'm good. You can, you can, you can have it. Okay, thank you. So I will, I will hang on to this twenty-five gold. And if you need anything, do not hesitate to ask. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, Elion, do you mm. do you think Irsu's mad at us? <laughs> it was the way they said "ask" that really. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she was. I don't think she was necessarily mad. I okay. think she was more just nudging us to actually express our feelings. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> they do that a lot. That's and yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I just okay. I just okay. I just love being the breadwinner of this party. <laughs> <laughs> Said the college professor. Oh my. Poof. Oh man. <laughs> so, so um so what are you going to do with this 25 gold that you've earned? Mm, can we, should, should we have a shop? Can we have a shopping montage now? You can have a shopping montage. Yes. Yeah. Um, would you like to know what shops are around? Why? Yes. So, you are surrounded by several kind of raggedy looking carts, um, portable uh, wooden carts. Um, there is a jewelry cart um, of uh, like kind of. <laughs> You know those like if you if you guys ever been to Key West, Florida. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> no, but I love where this is going. <laughs> you guys know, like in like touristy coastal south southern American cities, 
when yes. they have those like um jewelry stands those portable <laughs> jewelry stands that are made of like like <laughs> shells varnished in plastic that have your name carved into them and, you know, <laughs> that's like sure. a, a twisted coke bottle glass and like, yeah. <laughs> A jar of colored sand. Yeah. yeah. So there's one of those. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh hell yeah. There's, there's one of those. They're selling they're selling mollusk shells that have um, your name carved into them for. They're like really generic names, um, mm. which in this world is like. Even from the future here, could not think of a generic name. <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> I like that name a lot. Yeah. A Thank you. It has a nice um, cadence to it. Yeah. yeah, Cadence is one of them. <laughs> Mel- <laughs> Melody is another. Thank you <laughs> for providing. I, um, I I love I would love to see if like our names are on it, but they're all spelled a little bit wrong. Make a perception <laughs> check. Oh shit! <laughs> it, do I have disadvantage? Because no. cruel can't read. <laughs> no. Uh, eleven. Um, you find, uh, you find things that, you find three shells that, um, (laughs) that have caricatures of the three of you on them. (laughs) We've just got, like, three heads and we're playing. Yeah, (laughs) they... They kind of caught on quick to the fact that no one can read in this world. <laughs> oh my so. god. How did how did this guy know I love tennis so much? <laughs> so, um they they uh they the guy is like really enthusiastic about finally finding a shade because like he's never he's never sold this one thing. Oh. <laughs> he's never sold this one shell that has a shade on it. And uh, uh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, do you want this? It's like two gold. Um, and, uh, and he, he, he threads it onto like a, a, a beaded necklace for you. Um, <laughs> anticipating of course that you do want it. Um, Ooh. I, <laughs> I think I sort of, uh, look at, Irsu and do whatever the shade equivalent of puppy dog eyes is. <laughs> I just sort of like with with eyes that are like bloodshot and <laughs> like, kind, like, kind of look in different directions. <laughs> I just sort of bat my eyes. Okay, cruel, do you, cruel, do you want it? Do you want do you want the necklace? I mean it's there look it's it's a little me how many other me's do you see running around like okay yeah okay yeah we'll we'll take it okay we'll take it cruel cruel what do you say what do you say to the man thank (laughs) you (laughs) yes we'll take it thanks so um so the man is like like (laughs) very excited he's like he's like uh in awe that he finally met a shade um, he's he's kind of like like bowing absurdly low to you, which is kind of funny because he's also a dwarf and he's like he's five feet tall, and you're like seven feet tall. So <laughs> bowing to you is like not necessary. It's put it's putting a hat on a hat essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
to the right is a uh, is an herbalist selling healing potions, um, and a poison of fear made of a powdered ergo fungus. Um, now I wish I was playing my bard. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would interest you. <laughs> um, it interests me, Ollie, but it, I don't think it interests Elion. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, there is a, um, so there's, there's like four healing potions. They're like really dirty vials. You can barely tell what's inside them. They're all 50 gold. Um, wow. Yeah. Highway robbery. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You you can, like, the the little gnome man behind the counter who, like, barely reaches over the counter, um, has this twinkle in his eye that, like, tells you that there may not be healing potion in those vials. <laughs> oh. <laughs> These healing potions are not FDA certified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Fantas- is bathtub fantasy drug administration. Potion. Fantasy drug administration. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, this is bathtub health potion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, is there is there anything at that stand that in, that interests any of you? I mean, Elion looks, and he's a little bit like, he's a little taken aback at the whole poison of fear. But other than that, he doesn't he doesn't really buy anything. He just sort of looks. Okay. Um, there is uh, the temple, and there is also an armorer. Um, who's selling leather armor, um, a shield, and chainmail armor. Um, the armorer is another one of those carts, but the temple is a is an actual building on the side of the lighthouse. Um, so if you want to go inside there, you would have to actually enter. Hmm. I think... I'm I'm good with what I've got. I just sort of play with the necklace, the like little I'm guessing puka shell necklace that yeah. I now have. <laughs> so there is a um a little commotion as you guys are kind of walking around. Um and there's like a little fight, like a uh, a a small disagreement that breaks out between two fish merchants down the road. Hmm. Um, and I want you guys to make an insight check, all three of you. Is that a d20? Yeah, d20 plus insight. Ten. Okay. Um, uh, five. Nat one, but plus five, that's six. Nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. Oof. <laughs> all right, so a tall elf. the evening. a tall elf and a medium-sized well-built half-elf bustle past you toward the temple and um and the sun is setting and a faint yellow-pink aurora flashes behind the squat lighthouse to the south and the half-elf um enters the lighthouse Hmm. um who had the highest role on that 
think it was me with 10. 10. <laughs> yeah. Which is not that high. Not that high. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So, the sun is setting, and um, I'm assuming, like, there's uh, there's no inns, actually, um, in this town square. There's, the inns are actually on another island. Um, so, I am assuming that uh, if you guys want to t- have a little sleep, um, that you would be going back to the, um, to the ship. Um, but is there anything else that you want to do before you do? Uh, so nothing comes of not that. Not that I can think of. Nothing comes of that skirmish because we were not insightful enough to analyze it. Right. Great. Mm. Um, we can't go visit Elyon the was temple. Just, Elyon was. Oh, uh, sorry, you're cutting out a little bit, but uh, I think Elyon was just admiring the architecture of the temple, and completely did not notice that <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, can we can we go that, visit? That's, that's surprising. surprising. We can, we go through what? Can we can we visit the temple? Yeah, go for, go for it. Yeah, you can go go to the temple. Um, so you you uh, enter the temple. It's tiny. Um, it's a temple of Atla, which is like the mountain and knowledge deity in this world. Hmm. Um, uh, she is the one of the <laughs> oldest goddesses. Um, one of the oldest sisters in this pantheon. Um, and clerics of Atla tend to... Well, I won't give you all that information yet. If you want to know, I'll make you do a religion check. Um, I'll do it. Okay, cleric, <laughs> do the religion check. <laughs> what was the... the Nine. Uh, <laughs> what was the high priestess? It wasn't of this god, was it? No, no it, it was, was of my god. Yeah. Ah, yes, that's right. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah. So with a nine, um, you are unfamiliar with a lot of what Atla practitioners actually teach. Um, you know that uh, it's pretty similar in some ways to um, sort of the the uh, ways that um, that hot worship is is organized, like the structure of the mythology is pretty similar. You use some of the same holy texts. Um, you use some of the same words of the, some of the same prophets. Um, and like, it's still very different. It's still not like enough of the same story and narrative for you to, to be familiar enough with it to exactly know the history behind Atla. You you could probably provide a history of how Atla is different from hot worship, but not mm-hmm. so much Atla herself. Right. Um, so you go in this temple as actually kind of a, a uh, an outsider and and a, a mm-hmm. um, with fresh eyes. Yeah. And um, it's a very small temple, very modest, um, and there's a scribe there. And the scribe is actually selling things, um, selling scrolls, spell scrolls. Um, she has fly out for a hundred gold, and polymorph out for a hundred gold. Um, and she says, oh, "Newcomers, what brings you here?" Bridges. We're we're just stopping by. 
wanted to check wanted to check this place out. Hmm. Where are you coming from? Uh, well, uh, you ever heard of a little city called Ram? Cruel mm. is immediately trusting of this <laughs> of this person, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, she like stiffens, like you've slapped her. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. And says, um, "We don't have much business with Ram." Very much understood. Hmm. Um, well, neither do we now, so. <laughs> yeah, we're, that's kind of, we're not going back. We're, ah. <laughs> well, let me tell you about our backstory. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> we hate it there. We just, we just really hate it there. Uh, the weather is uh, terrible. The weather's terrible, full of smog, and um, it's really hard to, there. it's really hard to keep secrets in, in Grom, in Grom. In, I'm not. I'm actually not originally from there, so I, I have trouble even saying it. I don't like yeah. it so much. <laughs> so we decided to we were just leave. stopping by there too. Well, what yeah. brings you to the temple? The others wanted to look. Okay, you seem to be acquainted with gods. She am, notices yes. your, she notices your holy symbol. Yes. Um, hot is it? Absolutely. <laughs> you fucking know it. <laughs> the youth has yes, your boy! energy. <laughs> That's great. Um, so she like, she kind of like. You get the sense that she's just not used to talking to strangers that much. Like she's just mm. not that charismatic of a person. And, um, and she, <laughs> she like, she goes, well, are you going to buy something or what? I think, or what? Uh, we don't have much gold on us and, uh, we, we did not, uh, realize that there, there were spells for sale at the temple. Ah, okay. I see. Well, you know. It is nice in some way to see someone new. Gets a little old to see the same old ruffians around here. What, I can definitely uh, relate to that. Where are you headed after this? <laughs> Do any of you remember? Define, 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 uh, define this. Like, after, like uh, where are we what headed? What ship did you, did you come, come in? Today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the, um, the, the icebreaker. Yeah, we came on the icebreaker. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> that's our that's our fun way of breaking the ice. Hi. Oh. <laughs> the just, icebreaker. We just <laughs> extend a hand. The the icebreaker is a special ship called a friendship. <laughs> oh my. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> she watches you like slapping your knees and each other's <laughs> knees <laughs> with like her eyebrow raised <clears throat> and says, well, it's nearing sunset and uh, we're about to close 
and kind of it's a little unlucky to be out after dark around here so oh you should probably get back to your ship why is it why why is it yeah it's just something has something to do with a lighthouse ever since they built it up a little taller we uh We've been having a lot of rotten luck in this town. Interesting. Like, like what did, like, have there well, been, do, is, we, we saw a fight break out outside. Does, do you think that might have anything to do with the, the Oh, you should on? check your pockets, because fights don't just happen. Oh, Oh, son of a bitch. I immediately check for my <laughs> necklace to make sure that it's still there. Your and necklace the... is still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Elion stiffens up a little bit because he's not used to hearing people swearing in temples. <laughs> but he just sort of like, it, it, it might be fine. It it's fine. definitely fine. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely fine with this with this lady. Checking my pockets. Did we did we lose anything? Um, make an investigation check. Investigation. I'll make an investigation too. Uh, investigation. Yeah. Eighteen. Seventeen. You no longer have the brooch. Oh. No. Oh. Oh. God. You're missing the brooch of the Order of Vines. The Yikes. silver brooch. No. You're missing the brooch of the Order of Vines. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. So and, we're uh, and missing the... the brooch. <laughs> <laughs> the, lady, the lady behind the desk, the cleric, just goes like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you anything it was an elf or a half elf or a human. Is that a common occurrence? These crimes being committed by those races? Well, let's just say that when a stranger comes from the continent and it's one of the follower races and we've never seen them before and a fight breaks out and one of them goes into the lighthouse something goes missing and we have bad luck for like a month whoa so we should not go huh. in the lighthouse is what you're saying is am i hearing you right i'm saying that i'm saying that someone probably already has gone in the lighthouse with your possessions hmm so if That's we where you do would find go it. into the lighthouse, do you think we'll be able to find everyone's things? Yeah. I don't know what you'll find else other than that. I don't I don't I've never been in there. Oh, you guys, I really don't want to go to this lighthouse. I really don't want to go. I don't like this at all. I don't like this lighthouse. Ursu is mumbling to themselves. 
literally, I literally can't. I do not want to. I do not want to go to this lighthouse. I don't want to go to a lighthouse. I want to curse lighthouse. So, hey, I think. Hey, hey, calm down. I just sort of like pat Irisu's <laughs> head in what I think is a reassuring way. Just sort of like pop, pop. Hey. It's okay. Yeah, just, it's, hey, we're here for you, buddy. <laughs> I wanted to have, I, I, wanted, I wanted to have tea with my, de- I was going to, supposed to have tea with my department this afternoon, and now I have to go to a cursed lighthouse to get a brooch. I hate this quest. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this quest. <laughs> you don't so- have to go. You don't have to go. You don't have to go. You can just go back to the ship. Broachless. Uh, how bad do we need that brooch? <laughs> yeah, whether or not we get the brooch back might have consequences in the future that we don't know about because DM secrets. Yeah. Mm. DM secrets. Also, I will I will say that the brooch has granted you some pretty interesting information already. Yeah, that too. From... <laughs> also, like, if we go in that lighthouse, or not all of us, like, maybe it could just be, like, Elyon and Cruel if Irsu wants to stay behind so goddamn badly. Uh, <laughs> Damn. So, I mean, Elyon gets I'm not... sassy in the temple. No, no, no. Well... No, but, th- I mean, no, Irsu will no, come. Is, but they could have had a... Actually. They could have had a, uh, re- like, a relationship development episode, you know? I mean, you can... Yeah. You can stay on the ship and have your date. I think Elion <laughs> wants to check out that lighthouse, though. I mean, yeah. I think his thing is, like, yes, get the brooch back, but also get everybody else's stuff back. Hmm. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I I don't know if you've noticed this, Irsu, but this place does not scream, uh, fortune, either in the monetary sense or in the luck sense. And this is coming from me, who has neither <laughs> of any. So, I mean, I'm I'm down with Elyon to go to the lighthouse. Uh, if you want to stay at the ship and have a date, I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to that. Maybe afterwards we could even have you could have a little date. I don't know, man. You do you. <laughs> I listen. I. I would I would love to stay on the ship and and go on a date, but I I simply cannot let you go to the lighthouse by yourselves and not come and not help out at all with this stupid, dumb, ill-fated, horrible, necessary lighthouse mission. So I guess maybe, I will maybe be the, coming to this lighthouse. Maybe the captain can come with us if, if you, you want to bring her along. Yeah. If, so you, as if you as... want to do, if you want to do both, then lighthouse date maybe. It's it's it'll be we can make a fun day of it, and who knows? Maybe it could just be like one guy. <laughs> I don't. So as as Elion and Cruel say this, <laughs> as Elion and Cruel say this, the door to the temple bangs open. Um, oh. And, uh, in strides a crewmate from, the Ice Knife. <gasps> I almost called it the icebreaker, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a different name for it every time, something relating to ice. 
The yeah. vanilla ice. <laughs> the the O'Shea um. Jackson Senior. <laughs> the ice cube. <laughs> the ice king. The iced coffee. The um. ice miser. <laughs> the ice capades. Oh yes, the ice climber. <laughs> All right. So who? So Fricky. Fricky Fjolason, the first mate of the Ice Knife, comes oh. in and says, um, Captain Tosk uh, wanted me to check on you guys and see if you're okay. Uh, is everything going all right? I think we're good. Yeah. It's... How's it going, man? Long, long time no see. We... Look at this! And I flash the necklace. Uh... Fricky gives you like a really awkward thumbs up. <laughs> Ricky, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna level with you. Someone um, stole some of our belongings and apparently brought them to a lighthouse. Oof. What is what I'm hearing? Which may or may not be cursed. And we're gonna be a minute because we have to go get it. We have to go get it uh, back. But we will be. Don't leave without. We're we're on our way. You know, don't leave without us, and uh, hopefully we'll be back by uh, dessert. We'll be back by dessert. That's the hope. Okay. That's rough. That's rough. Um. Uh, well. Well. I. I can come with you if you guys want. I mean, like. Oh know, sure. I, we can yeah. always have an extra couple hands. Don't want to. You know, Buddy. Lend, lend my shield. Nice. Really, really nice. Thanks. Yeah, buddy. So, um, Fricky, uh gently replaces the 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 door um that he had banged open because uh, <laughs> he had knocked it a little too zealously um, oh. <laughs> hell yeah let's kick the shit out of this door <laughs> yeah the woman Fuck like this eyes in and goes like this is a temple sir <laughs> and, um and this entire time like Elion saw the door go open that hard and was just like <laughs> oh, oh, wide no. eyed like oh, oh crap oh no so um so Fricky like kind of shoots an, ap- an apologetic glance at the at the shopkeeper um cleric and says um alright well let's go no time to waste um uh, uh Shiri wants to set sail in the morning um at low tide so let's uh Let's head out um, yeah, let's to go. this cursed lighthouse, I guess. Um, Elion yeah. waves at the shopkeeper he... before they go. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Without another Bye. word, he walks out the door towards the lighthouse, which doesn't appear to have a door. <laughs> well, he's like, fairly certain I've got rope. He's like, well, I'm stumped, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a moment. I've got some rope. Let me oh. see what else I have in my explorer's pack because I keep forgetting. I've got I've, I've got a bunch of paper and I just sort of <laughs> I I pull out a sheet of parchment and just sort of fold it into like I think all I know how to make is cranes. <laughs> and I just make so the good. shop <laughs> give the shopkeeper merchant a crane as like I'm so sorry. So there's no door, but are there windows? There is a window quite high up. Um, there's a, you know, at the at the top, there's the lighthouse chamber, which is very bright. 
Um, and uh, there's this weird flickering coming from inside, and the flame is like not orange. Mm. It it's like white. Oh, that sounds cursed. Oh, and, oh my goodness! Um, Can so and, wow. I I did not do the smart thing. I have yet to to pick second level bard spells. Oh, okay. Can but can I in can I shrink the lighthouse and we can just get in? <laughs> um, no. At second level, you can shrink a building. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no. Okay. <laughs> Good, to those, Good to know. One of those rare times I'm not gonna let you roll. Okay. Um, okay that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, Can I uproot the building? <laughs> <laughs> Please, Maybe make some kind of wild ass strength check again. <laughs> Cruel can pick up three horses, but I don't know about an entire lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. Let's not push it, guys. <laughs> um. So, let's see. Um, I'm going to make you guys make an investigation check. Cool, thank you. Okie doke. Dokie dokie. Oh, okie dokie. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, jeez. Hey, um, that's 11? 16. Uh, 8. <laughs> uh, Irsu, you find a... Strange, like, um, a kind of, so, okay, so let me describe this a little better. The, the, the very squat part of the lighthouse that seemed to be the original lighthouse is made of this kind of gray black stone that most of the island, um, is made of. It's almost like the lighthouse grew out of the island. Um, Mm. and the rest of the lighthouse is kind of packed out of the same brown clay bricks that um, you saw a lot of in Ram. Um, Like someone came and built on top of it. And and you see not a door, but just kind of a, a clay button in the wall. Huh. Hidden under a mat of moss. Play button. Okay. Huh. Can uh, can I press the button? Mm-hmm. All right. I, I so press you press the button. button. You press the button, and um, <laughs> and uh, elevator music starts playing, and, <laughs> and nothing else happens. No, um, so, uh, so you press the button and all of a sudden the three of you, the four of you, rather, sorry, Fricky's there, um, are actually inside. It, like, you blink and you're inside. Whoa. Oh, wow. I smell a dungeon. Um, and <laughs> there's no dragon? button, there's no button on the other side of the wall. You can't figure out how to get out. There's oh. no... There's not a lot of light, mm-hmm. and you hear a rustling. Oh, I'm gonna make yes. you make a stealth check. Oh, stealth check? Yep. 
Mm. Eleven. All right, so that's gonna be a nine. Uh, that's gonna be a twelve. Okay. Oh shit! That's so hard. Wait, I got myself on like the wrong. I have to view sheet. Sorry. Okay. Stealth and 12. 12. Okay. So the half elf who had been, um, who had bustled past you in the earlier commotion at sunset, um, is ahead of you pretty conspicuously in the middle of the room. Um, standing there fingering the brooch um under a light um shining down from the top of the stairs um she presently kind of snaps out of this little trance that she was in and walks towards the stairs which seem to be like covered in this weird like slimy substance wonderful Hmm. Gotta love that slimy stuff. The walls will ooze green slime. (laughs) (laughs) Cruel, cruel points at himself and goes, Nosferatu. (laughs) 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 And, um, and the half-elf is kind of sneaking up to the top floor of the lighthouse, and she's, like, very clearly frightened by something. What do you do? Can can we be like, hey, hey, you, hi, you know, can we, can we get her attention? Yeah, go for it. Is that a Um, persuasion? So, no, uh, you you just say, hey, you just say, hey, and she jumps like out of her skin. She like almost falls off the stairs. Whoa. Um, Listen! She's like, how'd you get in here? We pressed the button. The magic button. Ugh. We need to get that turned into a stone button. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? You can't... I, I need to do this. You can't You can't stop me from, from doing this. I'm sorry. I, I, I know it must be... I know you must be frustrated. I know you must be confused, but there's nothing you can do to stop me right now. Do we just what? want our brooch back? Exactly. Yeah. Wh- what are you doing? There's, I. I wish that I could tell you exactly, but if you want to see it for yourself, you can accompany me upstairs. Can I cast Charm Person? <laughs> Okay. Ooh. Um, so charm person. Uh. Will make them regard us as a friendly acquaintance until, for either one hour or w- until we do anything harmful to it. But also, doesn't that mean after that time's up, she's gonna realize that she's been charmed to be like, ooh. She will know. Yes, the creature knows know. that it was charmed. Uh. Um. It must make a wisdom saving throw. Does so with advantage if you or your companions are fighting it. If it fails the saving throw, it is charmed. 
Do we feel okay. like, do we feel like um, it's a good idea to do that or, or not? Wait a second. If she's a half elf, I don't think that's a thing we can do. Uh, nope. Yeah, she's got. I th- I forgot if she's got advantage or simply cannot be charmed. Um, advantage on saving throws against charm uh, against um, magic that charms you and can't be put to sleep by magic. Mm. Okay, so maybe this is not worth trying Sorry. to do. So instead of using magic, I think Elion's. Oh, what were you saying? I think Elion's cool with you know, just going up the stairs. Okay. All right. But uh... how? Hmm. How bright is it? I guess in this light house. Um, it's quite dark downstairs. Uh, you, it's 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 a little hard to see um, for those of you who do not have dark vision. Um, it's dim, I guess, would be the technical D and D term. All right, I I, I hold Elion's hand and and Irsu's, I guess, to guide them both. Can anyone else see in the dark? <laughs> That's I th- I, I think I, sh- I think they do. Okay. So, yeah, I think I can see. All right. Let me check on that. I just didn't want anyone yeah, to Yeah, I can I can see within 60 feet if I if I'm in dim light. Hmm. All right. I don't think I have any dark vision. Gotcha. I I hold on to Irsu and just sort of guide him along okay uh so you guys are going up the stairs with this mystery half elf mm-hmm. uh okay. but can we can we so... be, be doing perception checks like along the way <clears throat> yeah mm. make a perception good idea check. yeah that's i'm also gonna 17 what oh what God, are you looking God. for uh signs of danger or deception Okay. That's a that's a two. Not one. (laughs) Oh my god. Why is why is Ursu the only one with eyes? I'm the only one who can't see. So for signs of (laughs) In that case, um uh Lindsay, I'm going to make you choose between signs of danger or deception. Oh god. Let's let's do danger. Okay, so with your you said seventeen? Yeah. Okay, so um, right now, you see along the um, the stairs. Right now, the hazards are just environmental. The stairs are very slippery. Um, the clay walls, the stone walls, have given way to the clay walls at this point. Um, you're at the second floor of the lighthouse, and um, they're dripping with salt water, which is like feeding these webs of apparently halophilic slime molds that web along the walls and floors like the inside of some kind of fungal or protistic brain. Mm. And it's really cold, despite the fact that you're right underneath a fire and um, and that fire is large enough to light the way for ships. It's really cold in this room. Mm. Um, 
So besides that, there are no evident signs of danger. You know, like your your companion is not pointing a dagger at you or um, there's no uh, there's no evidence that anyone seems to be tricking you. Um, and the half elf leads you up into the the final chamber at the top of the lighthouse and says, wait here. Mm. And you see a sight of two worlds that just shouldn't, by all logic, coexist. There's gray, yellow, green mosses that have matted up on the windows, forming a small barrier against the cold wind that nonetheless whirls around the room and it whips the fire into a dervish up the flue. The half-elf treads hesitantly along around the globs of slime mold on the ground from rear vantage, proffering the brooch of the order to the pyre, as if she's about to throw it inside. Oh. And then a mossy hand. A hand so covered in polyps and fruiting bodies and lichen that it was indistinguishable from the colonized clay reaches out and accepts the brooch (sighs) and flicks it dismissively the vibes are off the vibes are (laughs) off so it flicks it dismissively does it does it kind of skid on the ground can i pick it up no um the brooch is still in this hand uh the hand has just like taken the brooch and gone like okay you can go ah i see Oh. And the half-elf runs back down the stairs in terror, kind of passing you, brushing past you, doesn't say anything else. I follow her down. Hmm. Okay. I also follow, I guess. Okay. Yusu wants that brooch. We came here for one reason and one reason only to get that brooch back. I'm getting that brooch back. <laughs> okay. Yusu, are you staying up in the room? Yes. Okay. You hear this voice, and it says, My pets here have smelled you. Don't try to hide. Uh. (laughs) Okay. Corny, but okay. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, slurp, slurp. We get it. Ew. Gross. (laughs) Okay, can I have that brooch back? But okay. <laughs> yeah, slurp, slurp. Can I have that brooch back, please? It is mine. <laughs> Come closer. Ugh, gross. Okay. Um, and you come closer, and you see more details about her. She is uh, silhouetted against the lighthouse pyre, and she's a tall, broad-shouldered woman. You can't tell how old she is. Hmm. And you see more details about her. She's covered head to toe in these little multicolored eruptions of what appear to be fungus. Her face is mostly clear, but her hands have even seemed to fuse slightly into these syndactylic rods of fungal lichenous bark. And a very sharp sickle hangs at her hip. She seems on guard. That's (laughs) sick! Oh my goodness! I wish I stuck around! (laughs) <laughs> you're still in the lighthouse by the way you don't know how to get out <laughs> well yeah wait didn't i follow the half elf she's disappeared somewhere 
Oh. You don't know how she left. The brooch the brooch is with Irsu in the room. Oh, oh, okay. I completely miscalculated. So Elion comes back up the stairs (laughs) and it's like Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> cruel cruel shows up right behind Elion. he goes it, it, it does a, a, a comical double take at this <laughs> oh dear god uh, at this sickled woman so she she still seems pretty on guard but she welcomes the two newcomers and says well now that we're all three all four of us in here Oh wait! Oh, five what, of us, what, I should what, say. What yeah, I was gonna say. There's <laughs> Fricky's still there. I just Fricky's. keep forgetting that he's there. <laughs> oh um, yeah, sure. Forget the first mate. <laughs> Typical Fricky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about my feelings. <laughs> Fricky. Uh, everywhere you go, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh so the, uh, the yeah the mushroom woman says they call me vish here it's a good enough name i'm their prophet of sorts though they don't like my omens much these days they think to oh. keep me prisoner in this tower though they don't know i serve something far greater and must return soon and her eyes slide over Irsu, and they flash. They almost actually seem to glow. Oh. I know well. what you are. <gasps> oh. Dear I, friends. I, I'm a... A vampire. Ha ha ha, so funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, like, just like Twilight. <laughs> 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 um, Irsu, I think I would have noticed if you had started sparkling. <laughs> it's okay, you know. I, I'm not gonna judge. You don't. You don't have. To, you don't have to. You don't have to even say if you don't want. Cruel turns to Irsu. What? With newfound murder in his eyes. I'm just kidding. Like, I'm just kidding. It's from a book. It's from a book. It's from a book. <laughs> it's from an Earth book. Um. I I slowly sheathe the dagger that I was pulling out. <laughs> like as soon as you mentioned vampire. Oh right, because right. Yeah, shades shades are not fans. Yeah. Um. So, um. so. Uh... The mushroom woman goes like she kind of chuckles a little bit, and she 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 says, um, "I'll take that as a no. They don't know." Um. Well, that's awkward. I'll answer a question each to. Uh, uh, it it doesn't have to be of this time. It can be of the past or the future if you want, but. If you're just curious about how I got here, I can answer that too. Um. Okay, mushroom lady who thinks she knows me, I have a question. Can I have my brooch back? I came here for literally one reason. Can I have my brooch back? Yeah, mushroom, mushroom lady, lady, I know. 
that uh, great work trying to get us to ask you about yourself so you can monologue. It's not going to work. I literally just want my brooch back. That is the only reason I came here. Can I have it back? That is my question. <laughs> she plucks a fruiting body off of her wrist and crushes it um, into dust, um, creating an orange haze. Um, as she throws it into the fire. And I need you to make a constitution save, all three of you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait. Dear God. Hold well. up. Did she, did she just say, was she just like, hey, ask me any question. I'll be sure to answer it. And then just throw a smoke grenade <laughs> down at her feet. Oh, you're so crit fail. All right. Oh, I boy. Rolled, I rolled Ooh. an 11. Okay. Um... I got a nine, but my modifier is plus three, so twelve. Okay. Your secret is just fitting because Irsu got mad. Irsu rose to the bait. Um. Uh, <laughs> oof. Um. So all of you failed. Um, uh oh. Irsu. Um, you reach out for the brooch, and feel a burning sensation on the back of your hand, and it feels like, it feels like a light is escaping from inside your skin. Um, it burns and it erupts in the form of these cracks of almost ice or stone. And it looks like a glacier calving. It looks like your arm is an enormous part of like an ice shelf that is falling off and erupting light and spewing like lightning everywhere and you're in pain and you're on the floor and the brooch comes to life and wraps its vines around cruel And Cruel, you're not really used to... You're not really used to being, like, afraid of things that you can't see or things that you see but you don't know if they're there. But the brooch feels real. It feels like it's thorns, which were made of silver, are actually digging into your skin and growing into your skin, setting up roots. Oh. Oh, no. And, um, Elyon, you're watching helplessly as these two are writhing on the ground, and you feel suddenly totally disconnected from hot. You suddenly feel that Yikes. 
there is no sun. You feel like the sun has winked out of existence. And it's been dead for ages. You feel like you're older than the universe. You feel like you've turned inward and you're the only person left. And you hear this voice from outside you, and it's this hollow rattle. And the mushroom woman says, or Vish, which I actually named her, but we just didn't use her name for a long time. Um, Vish says, um, you poor dears. You'll even see some of the threads of the universe. Their entanglements will break you. And we will meet again. And I cannot say whether we will be friends. But know this, travelers, the world will outlast all of our mistakes. And she turns, and she dashes headfirst into the fire. And for a moment in your days, you think you see a portal to a seaside cliff, slick with foam and a glacier looming above. And then the room wilts. The life desiccates from the room. And you're alone. And the hallucination ends. And the brooch is lying between you. I think Elion just stands in shock for a good few minutes. What? Are you guys okay? Isu is livid. <laughs> Corny ass bitch doing illusions and shit. I just wanted my shit back. I just wanted my shit back. She thinks she's, she thinks she's so fucking great. She thinks she's so fucking wise. So mysterious. No? What, she thinks she knows shit about me? You know shit about me? You don't know shit about me, mushroom lady? I'm taking my brooch and I'm fucking leaving. Isu, stop. <laughs> uh, Irsu, make a... History check. Fifteen. Vish was Ereli. Oh. When she says that she knows who you are, she knows exactly who you are. <laughs> like individually? She knows, she may know of you, she may know of your family, but she knows that you are Ofan. Well, that I figured. Yeah. Well, that I figured, and I'm still mad. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't change how Yeah, right, because I'm like, oh, like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, she knows I'm Ofan, so what? I want my shit back. I don't give a fuck. I came here for this, what, for one reason only. This is corny. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the exact type of thing Irsu was unequipped to, like, deal with. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, 
Ricky, who was the only person, by the way, who succeeded on his constitution save. <laughs> wow. And just oh, kind of, he, he was like kind of taking care of you all while you were writhing on the ground. <laughs> on a, like bad, like Molly trips. Like, yeah. yeah he was I mean, she is made of mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he goes, um, she ran through some kind of portal. I don't know what happened. That was whacked out of my mind i don't know what what that was that was crazy and you are you guys okay i'll be fine the important thing is we have the brooch we could have gotten it back if somebody had decided to ask nicely i think but we have the brooch now so let's just try and get out somehow do you think like didn't didn't the townspeople like were wasn't that like secondary to us getting the brooch back is like helping the town of whatever is going on in this lighthouse Eleon remembers that so you're right yes uh I mean I mean for sure like priorities like let's not die <laughs> yeah let's live yeah I don't I just don't know where did everything else go Where's that half-elf? Um, so the half-elf did disappear, and it seems that as the hallucination fades from you, you realize you're actually no longer in the room. Oh. Where, Where are you we then? Are we? You are back on the gangplank of the ice knife. Okay. Oh, Whoa. shit. Huh. So no chance of us getting our stuff, getting everybody's stuff back. That was the only thing that was stolen. Oh. Ever? From from you. Just not. Well, yes, can't get the rest about, of the town shit like, back. If strangers, I don't know how often strangers go through there, but isn't there the chance that everybody else had stuff stolen? I think that's what Elion was thinking. Like. Oh. Okay. Um. Hmm. Make, let's see, make a straight intelligence check. Straight intelligence. All of us are just, we're just, we're just, we gay intelligence is dead. <laughs> gay intelligence is just going to say. 10. 10 just makes it. Um, uh, Elion can figure, what's up? Sorry, I also made it. I thought we were all doing intel. <laughs> oh no, no, um, just Elion. Um, Elion uh, comes to the conclusion that when the brooch was offered to Vish, she wanted it for something and she was going to consume it. And you can kind of like think that like the, the offerings that were made to her for prophecies were consumed in the process of creating those prophecies. Hmm. Hmm. Whoa. That's disappointing. But now you know. And you can mm -hmm. communicate that to whoever. To relevant parties. Did anybody else care about that, though? Um. Not that you talked to. <laughs> Right, so I don't... 
I don't know if Elyon particularly cares to like I don't I don't think he wants to like I don't know. He doesn't find it to be like as important to everybody else that he can gauge, so he doesn't really say anything. Okay. Hmm. So are you guys gonna head up onto the ship? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Irsu is right. Irsu is mumbling, um, still mumbling under under their breath, like <laughs> weird ass fungal bitch thinks she knows shit about me. Thinks she knows shit about me. She don't know shit about me. <laughs> I'm me. You're you. We never met. I'm me. Uh, and that's it. That's that weird ass fungal ass bitch. I. As, as we walk up the plank, I just sort of, like, loudly, <laughs> sort of over Irsu, <laughs> muttering to themselves, uh, like, did, did you guys hear her say, like, work for something higher? Like, am I remembering that right? That she's... Yes, you are. What, what was that? <laughs> Can I make a religion check to see? Yes. Oh. Dirty twenty. Woo! Damn. Damn. Um. There Best is roll of the night. religious as fuck. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. There is nothing that you came across in the room that would point you to any particular deity, or um, or wizard queen like demigoddess. Um. So it didn't seem that this person was a warlock or a cleric of any kind. Hmm. Can I, can I, his, um, can, oh, sorry. Yeah, go for it. Can I history check? What, what, what was that? History check, go, yeah. <gasps> Nat 20! Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> so what is it, what is it that you're trying to find out? Well, cause she's, uh, you know, Aureli, right? So I would probably know about that. Like, who is she? What? Who who did, who is she affiliated with? What could be this like higher purpose that she's referencing? Um, you know of a druid known by a lot of different names. Um, and in your readings of Errol history, you've come across maybe a couple, a couple references to someone known as the Spore Queen, but huh. you don't really know if that's who this person is or who she's serving, but you do know of, of an Areli known as the Pirate Queen, and um, this is a faction of... Um, essentially mobile like they're like a a mobile anarchist federation that disrupts um trade between um between state regimes um and uh captures ships and um and turns them into military vessels and, and trading vessels for the purpose of, um, like, liberating uh, the people of the South Pole. Um, and 
you know that there are references between the Pirate Queen and this kind of mysterious figure known as known to some as the Spore Queen. Um, maybe she's a lieutenant. Maybe they're the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, you you're not quite sure. It's it's a very tenuous thing that you read a long time ago but it seems that if this is the if this is in fact the spore queen um things are moving a lot faster than than you had originally thought in rl pirate culture and by by things you mean like what do you mean uh political conflicts in the like the the rle state is fracturing Mm. very quickly like yeah. um the pirate faction is if if they've reached as far as the sea of refuge then there is like if if you've found someone who is high up in the pirate queen's ranks in the sea of refuge then that means that has far reaching implications for how wide this secret pirate army is actually reaching and like, and do we, are, so. are we seeing, not to be reductive, but do we understand the like the pirate army is? Are we pro or are we pro or anti pirate army? In terms of, um, like what is, what is the what if I would? What are the goals of the pirate army versus the goals of, like, the Areli states? The Areli state is rather isolationist and conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, the pirate army is um, one that seeks to it's like a it's like a radical movement within um, it was like a it was like a radical movement of dissent within the within the aerial military um, like the aerial navy. Um, they essentially like on mass they defected um, and uh, created essentially their own like dictatorship of the proletariat <laughs> and hmm. um, but they're a mobile state because they're all on pirate ships <laughs> yeah but I guess like and to what end is my question to, to the end of, of 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 essentially like spreading RL technologies um, across the continent of Paul so that um, Paul can defend itself from um, Mont influences. I see. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. that was the piece that I was missing. Like, why bother? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like it's a it's a big it's a big conflict that you've somehow met like one of the big players in that she she got like imprisoned in this tower somehow. So what I'm hearing is that this is a tremendous, this is a huge character development moment for for Mixhadim. Possibly. <laughs> We're struggling. <laughs> so I think I, is that we met one of our heroes and we hated the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we should end the session there and go into um, our. Uh, our analysis portion. That's a good segue. <laughs> All right.
what do we have? <laughs> what, do, what, do, what, what does everyone think about what happened during the session? Irisusha really, really should have not bitched the Spore Queen out. <laughs> um, I, on the topic of the Spore Queen, I almost immediately, as soon, Rune, as you said, like, spores and fun, like, it immediately made me think of, like, Mushroom at the End of the World. Um, and I was wondering will that sort of impact I don't know it made me think of like just I I haven't read Mushroom at the End of the World but I it made me think about like fungal perceptiveness I guess and like just head spaces like will Mm -hmm. the spore coin I guess I kind of have a question I don't know if I can uh, this will get an answer but Mm -hmm. Will the Spore Queen, I guess, reflect a more, like, f- fungal network way of thinking? Or We kind of saw, like, a little tidbit of that, I think. Like, Yeah, the brain of, like, the way that she was organizing her domain in that tower was, like, mm. I kind of wanted her to have runners out in the in the whole room like she was able to sense what was going on in that whole room no matter where she was because like she was it was kind of made of her right Um, right and a lot of it was based on mushroom at the end of the world um Mm -hmm. sort of ways to think about um fungus is this um really kind of um what am i thinking i haven't slept today um, oh no! At all? <laughs> no, I didn't sleep last night. No! Oh um, no! <laughs> uh, but like hive mind, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like fungus is like a fungus is like a a very. It's not quite horizontal and it's not quite vertical. It's like a. It collects in certain regions and then disperses, and then recollects. Um, hmm. It feeds on, it feeds on, not quite decay. I mean, like that's kind of a reduction of what it does. It feeds on like nutrient interchange. It feeds mm. on what plants are doing when they're not making their own food. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like hmm. this this cool way of like the way I wanted a spore queen to be is like not this super powerful person who is like literally the queen of like, um, of like, like a, my mushroom subjects. Yeah. Like, like she's not, not commanding an army of mushrooms. Right. Right. She's, she's vulnerable. She's trapped in a room and mm. she had to do something very like strenuous and um, difficult to escape it. Um, that I'm going mm. to reveal at some point later in the campaign. Sure. Um, but uh, that, like, they were exploiting her. They were they were using her for prophecies. And, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. And she's, like, this very powerful druid and, like, this very, um, very, uh, very political figure. Um, 
but she's not just an individual. She's not. She's a lot of things now. She's a lot of species now. Mm. So um, that's kind of the figure that I wanted to. Uh, that kind of figure is going to be making a lot of appearances. Not necessarily just her, but um, the figure of madness based on um, based on natural uh, naturally derived substances. Um, the figure of uh, a fungus um, that is not quite thinking in the same way as mm. humans do right. doesn't have the same values necessarily. Sure. Um, those are those are some of the things that I was very uh, interested in exploring, and I want to I want to hear what you guys thought about. I'm really I'm really happy. Lindsay, that Irsu did not like the sport queen. <laughs> juicy. Like in terms of like character arc, this is very juicy, and it, I'm glad it happened this way because there's a lot. To, there's a lot to say about it. Yeah, um. I'm curious. For some reason, when you started talking about like the spore queen and all that, like all this stuff, like. She's trapped in the towers. All the stuff with mushrooms, right? I thought, mm. of course, Super Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how do we find the Bowser that captured Princess Toadstool? Like, oh, easy. <laughs> Fox. Um, but yeah, like I, I, this, this is, this is like, I'm so. This happened, like, if I, if this was a novel, this happened perfectly in terms of like this relationship <laughs> um well because last week we were talking about you know Irsu's little conflict is like once you say it you can never go back like once you know you can never unknow once you acknowledge you can never like you can't not act on things um so on a very on a very basic level like it I think Irsu was so mad because, like, t t on in on like a, a basic interpersonal level, like you know, I meant what I said. Like, you don't know me. Like, you literally mm. don't know me. Like, okay, mm -hmm. like, oh, I know what you are. Shame they don't know how awkward. Like, okay, you don't know anything about me. Um, so mm. why are you here to make comments on my on my life you know what i mean um <laughs> and as some you know as someone who like does rely on is you know for better and for worse and in this case for worse used to relying on like secrecy and the careful management of like personal information to survive mm -hmm. it's like how mm -hmm. dare you comment mm -hmm. on some mm -hmm. shit that you don't know about you know what i mean right yeah. even yeah. if you are an immortal mushroom queen with <laughs> knowledge of the world. You don't know me. You don't know what you I'm know doing. Um, yes, Mrs. Pancakes. Nice. <laughs> no, but like so on the interpersonal level, that is why there was this like immediate dislike. Um, mm. And like I felt it. Like Lindsay felt it. I was like, oh, oh my god, hello. Like, um, damn. But I think in the in the political in the political world. Um, <laughs> It, it, in the 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 subconscious drama of Irshish Khadim it is like how long are you gonna how how long are you gonna be in denial, my my good bitch? Like how long are you gonna go without? <laughs> you know how long can you keep this up for? 
Wow. Yeah. Damn. It's uh that's it's it was it was really fascinating to see um to see that unfold, honestly, because like I didn't I didn't expect you guys to follow the um I didn't expect you guys to follow the half elf up the stairs. I thought you guys were gonna sneak up after her. Like I didn't I didn't think you guys were gonna like call up and like, hey, sup Hello <laughs> <laughs> So um when 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 Vish kind of was introduced to the three of you and was like, Oh wait, you know another another oh good, another um another Esh, another like a comrade. Like mm. like the this Vish could have could have had quite a bit of internal conflict on her own, like like on the one hand, oh good, another comrade, like another Esh. On the on the other hand, is this like is this one of my enemies? Is this one of the people I defected against? Is this one of the people that is trying to to hide away um, in um, in secrecy, just like um, just like everyone in the past uh, in in all of Ophan and and Erel history has, and um, and the answer to kind of both of those is yes. <laughs> I think like I, yeah I, I I feel compelled to defend like um yeah I I feel compelled to defend like <laughs> like Irshish does not even really want to be on this quest like Irshish wants yeah. to go back to their regular old life <laughs> and mind their own business you mm. know um so I think <laughs> already in that already already feeling that way, and then just being like confronted about like I th I think they were just like I don't have I do not have time for this. I want to get my brooch and go. I do not want to be lectured on the other world. I am right. busy. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I have to survive. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of funny though, because like when you think about it, um, Irshush has been. <laughs> Has been has been dedicating their life to the study of of this culture that they feel so connected to and yet so apart from, and trying to communicate it to people so that they can um, so that they can I don't know maybe feel like um, they're doing something good for 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 the people that they they feel akin to. And then they're confronted with their own values in the face of this like mushroomy person, mm. <laughs> who's like, "Well, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? I know what you are. Why aren't you doing something about like all this shit that's going on in the world?" And, and you, and you know, and Irsus is just like, "I just want to be a professor again. <laughs> like, please." <laughs> I want to go back to my chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it goes to show, like, apoliticism is a luxury. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a cool. Yeah, must be like it must be nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, um, how about how about the uh, how about how about you, cruel? Um, what 
what kinds of, um, I noticed like there were a couple things that, um, you were mentioning that origami was like a big, <laughs> first of all, I really love how you crit failed on your performance check for origami. <laughs> that was really funny. You're just but... making like little crumpled up balls of paper dance. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I internalized that as, oh, I'll make puppets. And then I shove my like gangly sharpened fingers through <laughs> parchment and like frighten children <laughs> with my that's that's sort of that was my headcanon for what was happening <laughs> that was a good that, yeah that's great no um so what did you what did you like notice about the way that you were interacting with the world and um and uh and the characters um i noticed that like <laughs> I don't know. There's something like really adorable about Cruel. There he just keeps is. becoming more and more adorable. <laughs> there kind of is. I think. Uh, well, I I remember. I think I asked when we were in the lighthouse and it was like dark, and I was asking like, "How dark is it?" Because I remembered that moment in like the first session that we did where we went from the apothecary that was dark. And oh yeah, yeah. Elion's eye, like eyes hadn't adjusted, but I think I'm like am he I remem- does have dark vision, but like it takes a minute. Right, <laughs> right. Okay, we're Which, good. <laughs> am I ruined? Am I sort of like understand? I f- I don't want to like like uh competing head cannons with what shades are like <laughs> since they're your uh like creation but like they can they're like night like they're down i think they're just like creatures built for the night more than anything right yeah like or they're kind of that? they're kind of like um the way like that not, i not um, full-on vampires that they no. like disintegrate in the sunlight but more no. like just yeah, light they're, sensitive they're they're a little photosensitive photosensitive they're they're more like um they're honestly more like spirits that oh they they the reason they kind of come into being at the south pole every so often mm-hmm. is because of some kind of disturbance there's some something that happens that causes a shade to come into existence and that Mm. cause is not really understood by anybody gotcha um but it's not a like an organic um process it's more of like a mineral process almost like interesting it's, it's like a uh it's almost like what i was describing with with the hallucination it's like it's like a it's like a glacier calving. It's like, um, like the wind shifts oh. and, and, a a shade is born. Like wow. something just kind of co- comes together and a shade is born. I, I love that. I love that so much. That's weird. They're just sort of like literally like, <laughs> it's, it's very like existentialist. And I, I feel like it's just like, Oh, they are the product the byproduct of something no one knows and right. are plucked 
almost from the earth and yeah have no other than that they hate vampires <laughs> right and yeah yeah and, so they that's part of like why they don't even quite know why they hate vampires so much they just they just they've created this mythology around like the shades have created this mythology around like well if there are no more vampires then we will stop getting created and we won't have to lead these horrible lonely existences anymore gotcha yeah and i think i think that sort of like i don't know if cruel is necessarily bucking that trend like wholesale because i think like cruel has only known like elion and ursu for like I think in canon a couple of days, maybe two. Um, but I think that because like th- these are people who have fought like for me and like don't mind being near me and like will listen to me. Like I think that automatically is like maybe this existence doesn't have to be as grim as other shades have made it out to be and i also think that's why he knows like why i noticed that in this session i did a lot more origami (laughs) um that was deliberate and i think yeah that he that is sort of how he has chosen to like i guess take control of his personality or like his existence is like I want more friends. I want mm-hmm. more people who I can talk to and who listen to me. So I will make, I will give them little little gifts, but I only know how to make cranes. Yeah, well, gifts are a big, like, gifts are actually, like, a really big um, mm. uh, uh, subject of a lot of um, focus in, in anthropology uh, sure. for, for a long time for a long period because like what does a gift do like what is a gift right what, what does it communicate um yeah. and it... a lot of the time it's like responsibility <laughs> yeah yeah it it's like transactional but also sort of transformative like oh yeah. i have transcended as this person who has given you this like little floppy crane i am no longer a monster i am yeah. I am no longer this bad omen or this scapegoat. Here is right. this. Um, yeah, and that can be that can be a big. I mean, I see cruel honestly. Like cruel is more and more evolving into this, <laughs> and and it's it's so fun. Like, please correct me if this is like going off track from what you want cruel to be doing. But mm-hmm. like, I see cruel more and more as like a very queer narrative actually. Because Ooh. this way of this way of attaching so hard to people who show show him like love after so long being demonized and reviled, like mm. just reminds me of like the whole the whole uh, the whole HIV pandemic, <laughs> like, oh, or, uh, epidemic, wow. like oh the way of like the the way of like forming relationships really quickly, like with mm. people. Um, and falling in love very, very quickly, um, sure. developing, developing very close bonds with people that, you know, you may not see next year because they may be dead. <laughs> right. And wow. 
Um, and that, especially that, with a negative stigma and yeah. like of this like, oh, I don't want to get close to that. Right. <laughs> like, and and the whole thing with cruel is that like people don't like shades because they're bad luck. They're they're scary. Mm. They they mm. they look kind of they look kind of odd and and dirty and and cruel is in the garbage half the time like. yeah well yeah yeah you know that classic queer <laughs> archetype um, don't a lot of us relate to raccoons anyway <laughs> honestly so. yeah yeah I, I i also think that just like you know i think cruel is very aware of like um like like he sees reflections of himself and he knows that like there aren't there aren't any or any if all like shades uh, around so like nobody has a frame of reference for a shade they're only just sort of like this little, little like boogeyman bad omen like well i guess i'll try to i lo- i love that narrative rune that like and it totally fits the cruel like I don't know how long I'll be friends with these people for. Right. I don't know how long this will last, so I'll I'll give them as many goddamn origami crayons. As... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. Uh, but yeah, uh, how about you, Ali? What 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 do you notice about like the way Elion is interacting with the world and like anything that popped up that is. Um, new or interesting or exciting well the possibility of having no purpose after he is briefly removed from uh the sun <laughs> that, that triggered a panic attack oh boy oh uh so that's the that's the reason for my outburst during the campaign and i am sorry for uh, oh. possibly freaking anybody out no, I'm sorry about no. that. I, if, oh, if... no, no, no. Oh, I didn't trigger a panic attack on me. No, 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 no. It tri- <laughs> I triggered a panic attack on Elyon. Okay, cool. All right. But <laughs> it does... Uh, it does... Actually, earlier I was kind of struggling with my sense... My purpose also. Uh, hmm. There was, like, a lot I was... It, w- it wasn't great. But just the idea of like having something so central to your everything being removed even briefly uh i'm kind of remembering how you know uh since there's a pandemic pretty much all of my performing arts shit has been taken away from me mm-hmm. and that that weighs on me a lot mm-hmm. uh mm, it's not great uh but like I think for Elion that was also kind of tangible, and I know you said something about, like, during the hallucination, him feeling, like, as old as the universe or something like that, mm-hmm. and I don't think he knows how quite to interpret that, but all he knows is that without without his deity, like, he feels lost. Mm-hmm. Like, without the sun to guide him, he's like, What? But a much more exaggerated kind of what, right? And not in a not in a comical way. So, um, that's that's actually pretty interesting because that that can shape you to like a couple, um, 
a couple different choices about how to how to deal with Elyon in the future because you can think about Elyon maybe as like like this experience might be pretty formative it could it could it could maybe um guide uh Elyon to rely less on external um external guidance and validation as a source of um as a source of like a, a moral compass like maybe Elyon just gets more distant from from god as a result of this hallucination maybe. or or the opposite happens like like he's like oh my Elyon, god you're, like, you're there you're Ooh, back okay we're good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it. I think it's either he he realizes is that is that always going to be there or okay, it's still there. That lady was just fucking with my head. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that uh, if he does end up learning more about the Spore Queen, maybe he'll be a, like. Did she say that she was imprisoned in the tower? Because at first, like, he was, like, he was uh, sympathetic with her. Like, hey, yeah, it's not great being trapped. I know what it's like to feel trapped. Because, yeah. like, that's why he joined the Harpers. He, he, felt, he felt like he couldn't do anything in his, in his old town. So he yeah. left. And um, this is obviously that kind of thing, but on a much on a much more extreme level. So he got it, but then she gave him a panic attack and now he's just What? Right. Yeah. She did say that um she did say that she was um imprisoned um they thought to imprison her is what she said. Um which uh I guess could be interpreted as like um like like how dare they trap her there or it could be like like Oh, that's cute. They think they can trap me here. <laughs> mm. That's how I heard it. Like, yeah. oh, they tried to imprison me. Yeah. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Uh. Well, Ollie, are you done speaking on? Do you have more to say on Elian? So far as I can think of, right now, uh, not really. I feel like I have I have one final defense of Irsu because I know that this is like not the good leftist position for your to be taken. <laughs> I have one final defense, and it is it is this. I, okay. Like, it's easy to be... So as I was saying, like, being apolitical is a luxury. And mm -hmm. I also think being able to embody, uh, perf like your own political principles perfectly 100% of the time is also a luxury. Um, like, in my, in my, I think about, like, my own, like, my own career, like, some, like, even just, like, gigs I thought were stupid or, like, gigs I thought were, like, annoying. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, mm -hmm. I had to, like, do a lot of work that I didn't want to do because if I didn't, the electricity was going to get turned off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like now I work on this, I work at this farm whose biggest client is Whole Foods. 
who's biggest client. Mm-hmm. Like I basically work for Jeff Bezos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like I basically work for Jeff Bezos uh, and like I have friends who are like wealthy who are like independently wealthy or like are like ew you work for jeff bezos like oh my god i, I couldn't i couldn't do it and i'm like okay like i have to pay rent. <laughs> i have to pay rent like yes you good i don't it, i mean mm-hmm. i understand not wanting to support that kind of thing i mean yeah but also at the same time you gotta make money somehow and no. i don't think it's necessarily well Hmm. Yeah, but I don't like, think we should be demonizing the working class for trying to get by. No. Yeah. There's there there's a difference like, between like there's a difference between like I I feel like okay. So I think what I'm hearing you say, I guess, is that it's easier to be either totally apolitical or to um embody your political principles than to be trapped between either position. That that's kind of what I gathered a little bit. Or even like, uh, you know, it must be nice to not give a shit about politics because they never confront you in the real world. Right. To be apolitical. <laughs> and at the right. same time, like, it must be nice to be able to live your political principles perfectly all the time because you're never faced with like challenges with survival under capitalism where you have to right. like bend them. You know what I mean? Right. And another would... another facet of that, like lately I've been barely saying anything about politics on my Facebook and usually I'm so active. I like spread awareness, share memes. So uh <laughs> but lately I haven't been doing that because well I mean I've just been I've just been exhausted. Mm-hmm. And that's with basically everything. So I haven't been saying shit about, like, a lot of things. I mean, I support other people saying it, and I boost their stuff. But I haven't really been saying much. I've just sort of been sitting back and... I mean, sitting back and listening is good, obviously. But I haven't... I just, as of right now, feel very lazy. And I know, like, there's actually articles saying that laziness doesn't really exist. So I kind of have that... I kind of have that in the back of my mind too. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm lazy. I think I'm just like exhausted. I, yeah. I'm mentally ill for Christ's sakes. I mean, yeah. Come on yeah. now. Well, there's, there's. I mean, I, I think, I think, Lindsay, what you're saying about like it must be nice to be able to live your political truth totally. Like, do they though? Like, do they totally live their political truths if no, they're, cause, no, cause if they're, they're rich independently they wealthy? Their wealth. Like, mm. you know what I mean? No, because they're like, rich and they want to distribute their wealth. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's my that's it, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> come yeah. on man like like You're they right. can they can say like they they can shit on the they can shit on the working class for like having a job that that is indirectly tied to jeff bezos but they can like forgive themselves for occasionally ordering from amazon like, like that's <laughs> that seems like yeah i know like it just seems it uh that that seems very uh, it and seems yet? very Westchester. <laughs> I must say. Very what? Very Westchester, New York. Very, uh, like... is, is that like a is that like a neo-lib euphemism euphemism or? I'd say it's yeah. the county where we both went to high school. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, hmm, okay. Um. But yeah, no. It's. I mean, I was think. I'm thinking. I think about this even in terms of like people I went to college with at Northwestern, which is also like. Uh, the neolib private school um 
One of my leftist friends went there. It's it it just it produces. I I might know them. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, I I don't know. I feel like they're so. Well, I was thinking about this is kind of a tangent. I was thinking about like, um, the phenomenon of like ridiculously and like fabulously wealthy people calling themselves upper middle class and like why is that a thing um yeah and i think it's i kind of thought about it and i was like oh because these people have like never talked to a poor person like their scale of like how much money people have on earth is just like skewed they think like making like 40k a year is poor which it which yeah. I it is which like it is but like a lot of people make less than that I make less than, like most people make not most people but like their sense of like what their sense of scale in terms of wealth is just so skewed so they're yeah. sen- they're like um like political like class consciousness political consciousness is skewed as well towards like. Like, most people are fine in the world. We don't really have to do that much. It'll basically work itself out. Yeah. Like, gay rights. You know what I mean? They just yeah, don't. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's no... They just have not been exposed to anybody who's... Who, like... They don't understand why people are so mad. Because they, right, they just right. have no concept. You know what I mean? And it's 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 the same reason why, like... It's the same reason why the American left has has kind of been decimated and and is is struggling so much because um the american left is now mostly liberals and not not really left it's center right besides like you know like the 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 cells of activism in in mostly in communities of color in in like majority black cities like philadelphia and dc and like and so like um and Besides, besides that, like most people's conception of what left looks like is a center-right liberal, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that irks me so much. And most concept, most really people's does. conception, by the same token, of what middle class looks like is a fabulously wealthy upper middle class person, yes, or a fabulously wealthy, like fabulously wealthy like millionaire, or a fabulously wealthy multi-millionaire. Or, yeah, for real, you know, it's it, like bonkers. It gets, mm. It gets it gets very frustrating but but, but yeah so circling um, back to this it's like so i think i was like oh must be nice for you with a pirate ship and all your little friends <laughs> going on <laughs> going on adventures in the high seas like <laughs> yeah i think it it's it's a very complicated narrative for for everyone involved in that um in that entanglement there which is the whole point <laughs> that is the whole idea <laughs> and like a we fungus, are all about we those... are so entangled <laughs> we're all about those fungal entanglements yeah at polybox Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this, the very first episode of the Anthro Gangs podcast, Polybox. I've been Rune Devino Collins, your dungeon master this session. The episode's opening and closing music was a song I adapted from an Irish folk tune with a guitar line from a great song called Wolf by Big Thief. The music in the Spore Queen scene was by Maiko Laiko. 
Go check out his Bandcamp at mycolyco.bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-C-O-L-Y-C-O.bandcamp.com. Seriously, like, he literally hooks up mushrooms to modular synths, and through processes that are as yet mysterious to me, the mushrooms make cute little beeps and boops. As will become customary in these episodes, a huge shout-out must go out to my senior project sponsor, Professor David Kim, and my second reader, whomever you will end up being. Most likely you will either be Professor Jason Pine or Professor Shaka McLaughlin, but it is my hope that both of you will see this, because I'm very proud of it already. Is that hubris? Oh god, someone rescue me from my academic hubris! Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope to see you next time. Have a good one!